Hey, welcome back to Luxury Code, where we decode what the very best agents are doing in the luxury market so you can take those tools, take those strategies, implement in your business, and ultimately get better results. And nobody better to help us than the Tim Smith, Coal Banker, Newport Coast, Newport Coast, Newport Beach, Southern California. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. Let's move that one up just a tad. So, Tim, I wrote down a bunch of questions. You know, as you look at globally what's happening around the world, there's some uncertainty. Even though the data says we're going to sell 6.3 million houses this year um, and the luxury market seems to be performing well compared to many other sectors, what is your broad sense of what's happening with luxury real estate today? So I'm going to talk specifically about yes. Orange County because Please. and if you give a little framework or context for my 22 year career in residential real mm -hmm. estate, the first 20, I really had to sell Orange County. Yes. And what I mean that what I mean by that is yes. it's a major metropolitan area that I come back to and I think, why do not more people not want to live here? Right. But we just didn't get the demand until COVID. And yes. I don't know exactly what it is. We can unpack that. But it has mm -hmm. a lot to do with people not having to work from offices like they used to. Sure. So now they're hyper-focused on where do I want to live. Mm -hmm. And so we're now seeing historic demand. Last year, we sold 264 homes in Orange County. 51% of the buyers we worked with or bought our properties weren't from California. How radically different is that from times in the past? 12 and a half was my highest percentage. Wow. Right. So we really wow. are kind of becoming a second home community. We're yes. pitching out the blue or the middle class. So it's mm -hmm. like now Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, Dana Point, Corona Mar, Sail mm -hmm. Beach, they're on everybody's mind. Yeah. And that's something that's very unique. So it's like, and as you know, our marketing has been hyper focused always mm -hmm. on outside of California, right. outside of Orange County. Right. Because right. you always have that struggle, local buyers, local mm -hmm. agents, they mm -hmm. have an allergy to paying highest prices. Right. And that's what I go for. So so I would say that, going yeah. back to your question, yes. understanding yes. that context, the thing that's making me crazy right now, and I'm going to call it the real estate propaganda. Please. Right? Everybody's putting out these housing reports that right. we're going in the tank. And when right. you hear the buzzwords, inventory's up 60% since January. Yes. That shit's scary. Right. Sales volume is down 27% mm -hmm. from this time last year. Yep. Inventory, the entire inventory in Orange County has all had 18% has been reduced. But like mm -hmm. if you unpack that, and mm -hmm. this is what I see. Yeah. We're at 40% of normal inventory, which is the last 10 years. Exactly. 2020, yep. 4,100 homes. 2012, 7,100. We're at 2,100. Right. Right. And the reason and that's all of Orange County, all not, of Orange not, County. not coastal you where you specialize, you unpack that a little more. Yes. Yes. You realize that the majority of the new inventory, that 60 percent is North Orange County yes. or yeah. the seller that always likes to peek their head out when the market's at its peak. Yep. And if their house is worth 10, they want 14 or if it's worth eight, they want 16. So what's going to happen next? Price reductions and lower sales volume. But if I go out with a buyer, I'm taking a buyer out from Arizona mm -hmm. tomorrow, sold his house in Arizona, sold his house in Cabo, sent him everything he could look at from Dana Point, and we have three homes to look at. Right. And right. he's like, none of these are that great. So how do we help? So, but yeah, you yeah, hear yeah. that yeah. shit. No, I like, know. I know. And I think people are getting numb to bad news. Then you yeah. throw the stock market, you throw interest rates, of you throw course. inflation. There's just so much to unpack. But... I feel like it's our job to mm -hmm. advise people, yep. and I still think it's the best time ever to buy the house that why? you want. Why? 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 Well, you go back to what's the definition of a good deal? 
I would say anything I buy that I hold on to for 10, 15, 20 years is going to be spectacular. Okay, so anything, One could even argue with so, the number of millennials coming right. in the marketplace, it could be three years. So as long as you're not looking yep. to spec it, my yes. problem is still today, I don't have any good inventory to show people. So this is what we're doing. We're going to look at the three homes that are available that mm -hmm. are subpar, mm -hmm. and then we're going to go look at the teardowns yep. and the in-betweeners which that's a long putt. You have to right. think of entitlement, then you have to go look at what's the cost of construction right now, which is driving people to that good inventory, yes. which we still have none of. So so what's selling, what's not selling in the in the coastal luxury market right now? So if it's priced with energy, mm -hmm. right? What does that mean? Comps are a few percent above comps. Okay. It's all selling. Okay. Right now, but there was a time when it was like four years or newer was brand new and it sold okay, five so, years or okay, older. So there's two product yeah. types, yeah, 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 but we're running out of the product type right. that sets all the trends. That, yeah. that and that's the new construction turnkey with right. 51 percent right. of buyers coming from out of the state, they don't want to do a project now, but now they're forced to go look at the, pl the law with approved plans, even right. though they don't want to go through the building process, right? So they're going forward with a little bit of heartburn. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, they've been watching the market for six months. Nothing has come up that would really hit their strike zone anyway. So it's like you got to be forced to do what you have to do to get the house you want. So what's not? What's not hot? So what's not hot is overpriced in between or lots. Okay. So, so this is interesting because my note for you was, what are you hearing from sellers today? And you mentioned all the normal stuff. And, and by the way, in every price range, it's interest rates, inventory, inflation, it's the war in Russia, it's the stock market and more. But my question is, how are you helping to educate broadly your marketplace and then differently when you're sitting down one-on-one? -on -one? So I'm, I'm actually like going and protesting all of the housing reports specifically to Orange County. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing monthly updates and we're doing a bunch of different stuff because it's just not accurate. Right. And I understand, you know, showings, you can't dictate everything you do on the amount of showings from last year at this time no. because when people get bad news, it's going to give them some pause. Interest rates are up from 2.875 and conforming to 5.875. Mm -hmm. Uh, for conventional, you're looking 2.75 to 4.25. That's going to make people mm -hmm. think, but is it going right. to stop them from buying? No. No. Everybody keeps on telling me prices are through the roof. I still think that we are so undervalued, and you can still buy homes below replacement cost. Right. Now, I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's so much that pricing's gone up, or our dollars being that devalued. People say inflation 7.6. When you look at the real, it's probably like 15 percent. Some things for me personally, we just ordered the family dinner from Panini. Right. Seems to be a benchmark for us. Right. 85 bucks. Yeah. I swear two yeah. months ago it was people. 39 bucks. Right. right, right. We go on the same trip every year. Mm -hmm. Our room went from 2,200 last year to 6,500 this year. Yep. So it's like, I think our dollar is not becoming like the peso, but it's being devalued as fast as prices are going up. But the best way to hedge inflation, in my opinion, is real estate. Absolutely. And hard, I think everybody assets. that's smart yep. knows that. And I think all of this noise in the marketplace, the smart buyers will continue to buy. They're just going to use it as a strategy and mm -hmm. hope that it, this, this scares the sellers a bit. So protesting the housing reports, everything you just said, you know, we, if we take this podcast and just take that piece and then put it on like every possible news station, every possible social site, every blog, you know, every rag, how do you get the word out? 
So many people are so confused right now. How do you get the word out at scale? Well, so I had a moment probably four weeks ago where I woke up at 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, is the housing market falling? And I couldn't go back to sleep. Like, I'm yeah. building a house. I'm going through all this stuff. I'm right. like, I'm long in real estate, right? Right, right. Um, and then that weekend, I had like five or six of Orange County's smartest, wealthiest mm -hmm. real estate people tell me the market's going in the shitter, right? Right. And right. so then I had to think about that and I had to go back to the data and I'm like, it's just not. Yeah. If that's the case, why is there only two homes for sale in the Port Streets and they're mm -hmm. both terrible? Yeah. Or two in Emerald Bay, they're both terrible. Mm -hmm. Or three here. Like, I am still struggling, really struggling, uncovering inventory that I know people will pay for. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm finding. Inventory is increasing, but it's not the inventory that people want. So let, let's segue into two things there. First, but what am I saying? Yeah, you asked a two-part question. At scale. At scale. Yep. So I'm just saying, hey, this, is, this is horseshit. Mm -hmm. It's horseshit. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I think is the weaker approach is I think a lot of agents at this point can just be like, okay, this is a great way to get price reductions. Let's mm -hmm. go. And I don't think it's time yet. I don't think that's no. time yet to start you know, whispering and doubting because sellers will really, they'll really hold on mm -hmm. to that. And I don't think that you should right now because right. I'm not seeing that. And we're still seeing record sales. Last year we had our best year ever. I think that I've had an up, I think I've been growing ever since we started coaching. And yeah. every year I get yeah. in and I'm like, how can we grow more? Right. Last year we hit just over 800 million. This year we're at like 425, 430 already, which this is, First quarter, 15%. Second right. quarter, 35%. Right. I mean, if everything goes well, this is a 1.2, 1.3 billion year. Yeah. And I think how can it continue to grow? Well, I think the strategy is mm -hmm. everything that matters. And what's interesting is the sellers, they need reassurance. Yes. Right? Now, the I'm, not saying, I'm not saying every because you said yeah. one of my saying specifically. Yeah. There yeah. are homes right now which yep. I don't think you should take the risk of mm -hmm. pricing it up here. Mm -hmm. It's like we are in a transitionary time. Your home is not one of those homes that's gonna get the record price. And if you, as a seller, need and want to sell, now's the time not to be haphazard. You need to be prudent. Price it here, and this mm -hmm. is a strategy. So I think specifically, mm -hmm. you have to talk in different marketplaces, right? Yeah. So marketplaces, neighborhoods, it's always right. like, like you look at all the data, it always goes back to the same thing. It's, we, you know, we do the This Week in Housing show and we're like, here's what's going on nationally, right? Inventory is up by this much. And then I call my clients in Boise, Idaho, and they go, no, we're backwards. I yeah. call my clients in Florida, they're like, what are you talking about? Texas? No, we're backwards by 5% right now, right. year over year. Right. So every single market is different. Two, two things I want to hit you with. One, are you seeing any of the luxury clients turn to mortgage products like arms? Or are you just seeing more all cash deals? What are you seeing there? I'm still seeing a ton of all cash deals that are not contingent upon loan and, right. and appraisal that are still getting financing because relatively interest rates are still super low. Yeah, right. they're from 2.875 to 3.7 or four and a quarter, right. but it's like long-term you still wanna hit that. There's one thought I just had because I'm starting and this is 22 years of selling mm -hmm. and trying to set records in everything that we do. So keep, that's the context. As an agent, you can't be both ways. And what, what I mean? mean, you can't be one way with sellers and the other way with buyers. Agree. And I think that if you're one way with sellers and the, the other way with buyers, you're really just a buyer's agent that's trying to get a better than market deal. Yep. And that's not going to serve you because I do believe agents are actually bending the markets, we're changing the mm -hmm. markets. When somebody comes to me 
and they say, I want a deal. I'm like, this is not the market. The deal is you get this property. Right. And so your ability to convey that, because sales is a transfer, it's a feeling, and I believe it. I still believe in my heart of hearts where a fraction of the cost of all the other major metropolitan yes. areas, but when you check the boxes for what Orange County Coastal yeah. really had, we have everything here. Yeah. And I could give you a million examples. You go to the Summit Club in Vegas, which mm-hmm. is a several income project. Yep. They're selling paired homes for $3,200 a square foot. Yep. We have a hard time getting that on oceanfront or bayfront. Right. You go to like Texas or Idaho or Miami, it's five, six, seven, eight thousand a foot. We're not there. No. And it's like, we're better. And yeah. I know we're better. And I could sell it better. And I love it here. And every time I travel, when I come back to my little bubble that's safe, great lifestyle, clean, great schools, I want to do everything I can to protect my little bubble. So what about off-market transactions? So 30, how, how strong is it now? 30% of our business last year was off-market. On $800 million in sales, 260 million. transactions. That's a, that's a big number. It's probably the most it's ever been, but this is specifically, and what I think about, mm-hmm. I tell sellers this, I've told multiple sellers this, as I'm transacting on their property, why on earth would you sell this off-market? Yeah. Like, I guarantee you'd yeah. get more if you list that. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like I've had so many, now I'm just like, okay, I'll say it once. You don't want to get the most. That's fine. I'm going to let my buyer get a good deal Yeah. because there's still a big category of buyers or Mm -hmm. sellers that don't want to hit the market. And there's been more, we've had way more opportunities in the last couple of years to find those off market deals and double side them. Yeah. And they are always better for the buyer. Right. Right. So speaking of buyers, uh, we're, we talked to luxury sellers and we're going to do something fun in a minute called what's hot, what's not. But how are you advising buyers? I mean, so much of your passion and energy about coastal Orange County has come out in droves already on this show. Yeah. But like our, our mutual friend, Andy C, who would say, we're in a buyer's market. Do you want to know buy? Why? Because anything you buy today that goes up in value was a deal. Right. Right. And it's so interestingly enough, Silicon Valley right now, transactions are down right? Most of his market is really tied to Apple stock. That's like the one correlation we see, right? Some of our New York City clients, January, February, March, April, unbelievable. May, er, slowing down a little bit, mostly because of the stock market. What are you, what are you saying to buyers that are maybe a little more hesitant today? I mean, it's interesting because I'm spent, I, I, I do everything I can to spend my time wisely. Mm -hmm. If there's a buyer that's on the fence and I spend one day with them Mm -hmm. and they're not committed to buy, I push them off. Yeah. Like I just don't have time to sell people on the market if they can't see it. Yeah. They can't see the value. So that's first. But secondly, the last two homes I've bought, I've paid list price Mm because I knew what I wanted. Yeah. So like I'm telling them specifically, don't ever let your money get in the way of your buying. Mm -hmm. If this is what you want, do you really care if you overpay 300, 400, 500? Assuming you're not buying it to flip it, but I'm not even working with spec like developers like I used to because I just don't have the patience for them to go through their pro formas and here's where I need and you can't justify it because you can't, the data's not there. But it's like, I'll give you an example. We sold three homes for a developer on Newport Island, January, February, and May of last year for between six and six, four, right? So I knew that we were underselling him because he wanted to pre-sell him because he just did, which I'm like, do not pre-sell him. Even when they were finished and we were closing, I'm like, we left a million dollars. Easy. That's what I said. Just because of the acceleration. But that's what I said. 
And he's like, no, no. And then in July, an inferior home in a similar location that was five years old mm -hmm. sold at 7-2. And then we sold a house two months ago. This is less than a year apart for 8775 The market is moving faster than the, it's, it's outpacing the, the data. Yeah. And so it doesn't make sense. And the developers I've talked to, I met with a developer last week, were selling for his homes in San Clemente. I'm like, how about that North Bayfront deal? He passed on a lot that he owned because he needed $8 million to mm -hmm. make money. Yeah. And he thought he couldn't. It just sold for 109 Because it was new. Yeah, sure, on, sure, right? sure. So it's like, that's what's happening. All right. You are, for my team that's watching this, like he is such a wealth of knowledge. Like if everyone, if every person listening right now, how Tim, this is, this wasn't on my list, but it's something we talked about a bunch. What does one have to do besides curiosity and an insatiable lust to be a market expert? What do they have to do to understand their market at the level you, you understand it? And that you could just tell story after story about it. What is, what do you do in your routine? Someone new is watching this like, Oh my God, like the guy knows everything. How? Okay. So, I talk with my agents a lot about this, mm -hmm. and there's a few things. In my 20s, it was all about the product. Right. In my 30s, it was all about how to sell. Mm -hmm. And in my 40s, it's all about the story. Yep. And half my appointments have nothing to do with anything I do except yep. for stories. And yep. I don't even go through my listing presentation. No. I just listen to them, mm -hmm. listen to where they're at, and I know I have a story to show them of why we can do what we want. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think there's this need to know everything before you can really start acting, which is completely That's a wrong. Mistake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I have an agent specifically who's probably one of my best agents, and she was that way. Mm -hmm. She's like, once I know everything, then I'll have the confidence to say the things that you say or do the things that you do. And now that she knows everything, you know what she says? Oh, confidence is a choice. Right. Not to say you shouldn't take every opportunity to right. learn everything right. about your market, but do that in like the twilight, right? Yep. Like do that at night and then you gotta be in front of people. I have an and 18 listen. I have and an listen. 18 year old yeah. kid yeah. that his mom has been referring me business for years. Mm -hmm. And he's rough around the edges. Mm -hmm. Right. And everybody in my team, including my office manager, like don't hire him. But in the last three months, he has literally taken me on nine listing appointments that were unbelievable. Is this the Newport Coast guy? I think it was. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. And they're like yes. unbelievable yes. to the extent because he's like, bird dogging I, for I you. I can't even teach it. <laughs> right. He doesn't know anything. Right. The stuff he says. But you know what? He knows how to get an appointment. Unlike right. anybody in my group has ever shown right. me. Right. And if I had to just make a prediction, if he's willing to do the work to mm -hmm. get up to speed on being yep. a market expert, which yep. takes a long time, he will be my true mentee and yeah. I think that he can surpass what I'm doing because he annoys me. Like he'll do things to me and get me to do things that I don't want to do. And I'm like, how is he doing this? And yes. he's 19. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like, I think there's two parts of it, having the confidence uh -huh. and understanding confidence is a choice. Yeah. And even if you know everything, it's not going to all of a sudden make you be that prospector. You have to choose to be that prospector. Bam. Okay. Let's play a game called what's hot. What's not. I got, I think, 14 things written down. You just tell me hot or not. Hot or not. Open houses. Hot. Hot. Farming. Uh, not. Not. Direct mail. Uh, not. Interesting. Uh, emailing to your database. Hot. Instagram. Hot. Calling your database. Hot. 
Just hot. That's fire. <laughs> Thank you fire. very much. Fire. Uh, asking everyone you know for a referral for a seller. Fire. I know. It's like you speaking, speaking right your love life. Fire. How do you ask? Have you had any thoughts of selling? Well, let's talk about you. Yeah. So we have, we, you're how? <laughs> Wait, let's finish first and then you can close me. Okay. Door knocking. Uh, hot. Okay. I love it. Uh, short form video. Instagram, the short form, that kind of fire. stuff. Fire. Super fire. Okay. Long form video. Uh, I think fire too, but it's all about having the right content. Right, right. Okay, uh, Google ads or pay-per-click? Well, I think, I'm just gonna say digital strategies yes. in yeah. the right place. If, yeah. you're, if you're targeting geographically mm -hmm. and if you're targeting specific demographics, right. Right. fire. Yes, yep, we're on the same page. Uh, work ethic. Uh, fire right now. Yes. Mental toughness and mindset. Like everything, double, triple fire. Leadership skills. Uh, fire. Tim Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I took a week off. I had like, a, hey, I was telling my team today, yeah. I literally took a week off, a bucket list week. We yeah. played Cy I know, we played I know. Cypress Point yeah. Wednesday. Yep. And then we got in the car and drove to game, game one of the Western Conference Finals. Yes. And I'm like, man, this has been like the first week. I haven't even like looked at my phone. Yeah. I'm just letting, and so I've been like crushing Candy Crush. I've been doing all that working out. So I'm ready to get, but Tim Smith, I think okay. overall hot. Okay, I would say, yeah, I would say, I'd say yeah. piping. 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 Okay, farming not, direct mail not. It's just like you, a big this, part of your business know, was farming and direct mail. So what happened? This is yeah. what I'm telling everybody. Yeah. Anything that you're doing, hoping somebody's going to call you that is crazy. Passive. Yes. It's crazy. It's yes. like everybody wants to talk about what's going on. Right. And there's always just, there's a backdoor, a window, an attic where you can just sneak in there and yeah. get listing appointments. Yeah. And people just don't get that. So when people are like, oh, I'm farming. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Like if you're not out in front of people having conversations, right. like right. save the money. I'm still farming, yep. still doing all that stuff, but it's all about you being out there yeah. and you really being like that sentinel on a tower. For sure. Telling people. And now when I'm telling people that are my people that I've respected for years mm -hmm. and they're telling me the market's falling, I'm just like, I'm not seeing it. That's not what I'm seeing. And you know what? I used to just subordinate to your view. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And it's supporting me and we're still getting because this is a transitionary time and I really believe bad news, people start to grow tired of it. Right. And there's just been so much bad news. Now I'm not saying we're not in a transitioning market and I'm welcoming the winter. You know yeah. how I do in For winters. For sure. For sure. Winters are my growth yes. growth right. growth markets. Right. We're just not in the winter yet. It's so interesting uh, how, like I talked to all these hedge fund guys and, and especially all the crypto guys right now, they're like, oh, the whole world, it's over. And I'm like, or, or, or real estate is still hot and you made some investments in things that maybe are a little too volatile. You had no control of. I'm like, let me tell you, all my rental properties, hot, hot, all my personal residents, hot. And if you think that you're not like, if you think you don't have influence over mm -hmm. what's happening in your marketplace, yep. you yep. need to check yourself because yep. you really, it's all about mindset right now. Right. And I think there's a few things, stakes in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Right. One thing mean? I really 1.0 yeah. stakes in the freezer. Everybody should be investing in real estate today. Mm -hmm. If you can't afford, go to North Carolina, go right. do whatever, because yep. I have so outperformed my ability to make money with my stakes in the freezer. And the 2.0 version mm -hmm. of stakes in the freezer is the stakes actually multiply. Bingo. You need more freezers. Right. The other thing I've always said is like, 
you got to find your vision. You got to listen to your heart, but you have to learn to love pickles, the things mm -hmm. that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I was a kid, I hated pickles and I have a million stories of why I kept on eating pickles. I don't know when I started liking them, but that's this life, right? Yeah. You're going to have to do things you don't want to do. That's broccoli, asparagus, all those things. Like, and ready? I think it's, the, it's email, Instagram, door but, knocking, but it, the things you right? don't want to do most do them. And I have all these yes. funny yes. texts with the Casey Leshers, the Rob Gams, right. all the people right. here where it's like you eat the frog, just get it done yes. and do it flamboyantly. The other thing in relationships mm -hmm. I'm learning mm -hmm. now more than ever, is we have to fill the tank and yeah. I'll give a quick story. Mm -hmm. I came back from Cypress Point, had an epic time and we were going to drive to get dinner with my wife and her car was on empty and her tire was low. And it's something she always has wanted me to do yeah. cause that's what her dad did for her mom. Yeah. And I just haven't done it. Yeah. And then I thought if something, if someone in your life wants you to do something and you don't have to give up yourself to do it, just do it yep. and do it flamboyantly because the, one thing they want you to do is worth everything. Right. And you just can't go around on empty tanks expecting. And now more than ever, we need a culture. We need people. We need to fill the tank. And the greatest story I've heard recently when it comes to planting seeds, steaks in the freezer, eating pickles, fill the tank solely mm -hmm. is the pilot mm -hmm. that landed in the Hudson River. Yeah. Right. He spent years putting steaks in the freezer, filling the tank, planting seeds. Mm -hmm. And they say that landing was so difficult. If he wouldn't have done that, we never know when we're going to have to take a big withdrawal. Right. And he did it and he saved all these people. So we need to always be focused on that long game. It's so interesting. So for me, thinking about the summit, which you're going to be at, and we got all kinds of fun things, but we'll say that. And I changed my summer plans to be there. Thank you. I love you even more. And I'm not going to Gen Blue. Sorry, Ryan. Uh-oh. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, but one of the things that I'm asking everybody to think about right now in this environment is there's five, let's call it key disciplines, work ethic, mental toughness, leadership, repeatable, relevant marketing that works, and sales skills. And the only thing we didn't talk about was sales skills. What's hot, what's not about sales skills right now? So for me, there's we found the magic bullet, and I don't mm -hmm. know if it's tied to mm -hmm. everything that mm -hmm. we're doing this mm -hmm. year and we're having mm -hmm. another epic year, but Cyrano, Oh yeah. Like there's yes. something, there's something about now when it's all about storytelling, understanding your client and listening and trusting how to work with them and be prepared. Mm -hmm. But it's like, there's so many tools out there. And right. now, even now I'm like going back to the tools, going back mm -hmm. to the vault to right. sharpen the saw. Right. And like with Serrano, there's not an appointment or anything I do. Even in my personal relationships, I look it up because if like I have, your DNA code of how you like to be mm -hmm. talked to and how mm -hmm. I should talk to you as a buyer and as a seller yes. and how to negotiate. Yes. And I trust it. It's just going to mitigate so much just stuff you don't want to go through. It, to me, it's, um, it's like I'm old school because of my NLP training. It's talk to people in their model of the world. But if, see, if the, I can get my ego problem, out of the way the and just talk to you and you're all that yeah. is yeah, NLP. Yeah. You have yeah, to yeah. be a professional disc no, profile. Sure. But that's what the Cyrano does. The, right. Cyrano gives I know. You like this I know. Specific things. And at first I'm like, I don't trust it. And then it's just like yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. And then it not only blew my mind about just having the sales skills, mm -hmm. but preparation, like right. preparation. If you, you know, fail the plan, yep. you plan to fail. Yep. You should be prepared. Now I can't be prepared. If you're going on 300 listing appointments a year, there's things you're not going to be prepared on, yes. but knowing your mm -hmm. clients mm -hmm. and and listening is like the key. I agree. Skills, 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 skills. skills. skills.
Timmy, this show was fire. 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 I appreciate you. Hey, Newport Beach, California, but really, you know, Seal Beach down to San Clemente. All of Southern California. And everything. California. All of Southern California people. California give them a call. People. Thank you so much for contributing always. Hey, Take some notes, like, subscribe, share this. If you got a couple friends that are in the luxury market, but any place in the world, if you got value from this, share this message and let's get this fire into their hands and their head, and most importantly, into action. All right, guys, we're out. We'll see you soon.